Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing Sumbrum, which is a game set in a dark, bleak, and mysterious fantasy world. This game may include topics or events that some listeners may find uncomfortable or triggering. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, it's Charlie, Negative Modifier's Game Master. First off, thank you for giving us a listen. As always, expect something horrible to happen to the players. If you're a fan, support us by leaving a review on iTunes. If you hate the show, consider doing it anyway and enjoying the fact that you've inflicted us on someone else. For the most up-to-date news on the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And with that... Next morning, kind of, the sun's up. Um, you can see Davikar off in the distance. You can see Thistlehold. You start making your way there. As you're close to the forest, the terrain gets a little more kind of interesting. It's moving away from just being kind of plains to some more rocks, some more stuff. Like, it's, you see more trees every once in a while. Towards the end of the day, you get close to Thistlehold. And as you're approaching, you pass by, on the way there, a kind of a, a shanty town of sorts. Those of you who have been there before would know that this is referred to as Blackmoor. It was, at one point, a temporary town that popped up in the shadow of Thistlehold that, over time, has become a little bit more real and a little bit more of a problem. It's... Thistlehold's a rough town. You all would kind of know that by reputation alone kind of thing. Like, it's it's the place people that are going to go into Davakar next go to because the founder of the town was a famous Davakar explorer kind of thing. Like this is, this is the town for people that go into the woods and bring back treasure. This has a thriving kind of industry based around that. A lot of the taxes and fees associated with the treasure hunting and the forest are collected here. Some really good blacksmiths. There's some real, like this is a famous town as far as kind of the new towns in Ambria go. This is a, this is a famous place. Everyone would have at least kind of partially heard of this hold in one way or another. And this town, this uh, the Blackmoor has popped up because Thistlehold, kind of in an in attempt to maintain some level of order, has a pretty strict set of rules and guards. And if you can't pay to enter the town, you wind up in Blackmoor. And Blackmore's filled with mostly humans, but you, as you're getting closer to Thistlehold, you're seeing more goblins, more ogres, more changelings. Like it, you're seeing a lot more just kind of variety of people than you've probably seen anywhere else in the places you've been so far outside of this area. Like this is this is on the edge of the forest, and the rules and society are a little bit different here. People are a little more accepting, not because they want to be, but because. They don't have much of an option anymore, kind of thing. Like, uh, this town was built by goblins, for instance. Like, literally, it was built by goblins. There's a a goblin tribe nearby has a deal with the kind of the magistrate of Thistlehold, if you will. And that's how it got built in the first place. Yeah, so as you approach, you kind of you see Blackmore, and then behind Blackmore, you see this kind of 30, 40 foot tall, just wall 
of birch trees surrounding all of Thistlehold. You're still probably an hour or two out from it, kind of thing, as you're passing by Blackmore. The towns of Blackmore are there. It's mostly tents and kind of temporary structures, but people have started to build more permanent kind of rundown inns. It's not a good part of town. Like describing it as the slums would not be an unfair categorization of what Blackmore is. Uh, Thistlehold already has a crime problem. Blackmore is worse. If that makes any sense. You again would kind of know it by at least reputation. It's the roughest part of Thistlehold that's not even part of Thistlehold. You make the guy you make your way past that, uh variety of people kind of look at you, a couple people maybe call some names at uh Stout and Ruda. Sorry, Roja. As you pass kind of thing, just occasional crude rap phrases about what they are. You're beat up, no one wants to mess with you. Yeah, I kind of definitely keep my uh, my grip on my spear, and uh, and mumble to myself about maybe uh, you know hit that one's balls would look good hanging from a tree, you know things like that. Sure. Yeah, and eventually you arrive at the gates of Thistlehold. It's an entrance kind of as past Blackmore. As you were approaching, you could kind of see that on the northern side of Thistlehold, between Thistlehold and the rest of Davakar. So I'm going to put a lot of effort into just clearing out a sizable swath of forest, basically creating a, a just a big vacant space between the town and the edge of the forest. And it's sizable, I guess, is the way of thinking of that, too. And no one's living there, though, either. Like, it could make sense for there to be tents, or maybe some towns, or maybe some Blackmore expansion. There's nothing. It's just a kind of empty no-man's land that's been very purposely cleared of almost anything that might be there. But as you approach the gate, a kind of a guard comes up to you. Um, Yarkin, once again, seems a little bit on edge by all of this. He uh, kind of looks at all of you. Um, have any of you been here before? Uh, Gorton, I think you said uh, you've been here before, right? Uh, yes, I have. Um, kind of gestures with your head. Any chance you know either of them i i I have the money to get us in but i i i don't want a lot of questions about this i I obviously have the money to get us in like we're we're fine while he's saying this he's kind of pulling on a robe to disguise his face some like he's very much trying to disguise himself as maybe not him but just as someone generic well i i don't know the guards but if you give me the money i'll pay them for you oh uh, uh, uh. Fan, fantastic, excellent, excellent. Um, kind of like hands you a small satchel of stuff, uh, jingles with coins and stuff. Um, yeah, uh, we'll wait here. You go up and deal with that, and wave us through. We're ready to go through. All right. I mean, are they going to ask me for my business or anything? Or no, just just pay the toll. Um, tell them we're here to go into the forest in a couple of days once we're ready and rested. I suppose. Um, that's normal here. Not not a lot. I'll ask a lot of questions. This will hold. This isn't, you know, a good city or anything like that. All right. Stout takes the money up to the guards. All right. What's the entrance fee these days, boys? And they kind of look at you. Really? Uh, in case it's gone down, I thought I'd ask. So, what you got? I fumble through the the pouch and say, like, what are we looking at? Like, shillings, or tags? Yeah, a mix, of shil- a mix of coins. 
Uh, I mean, what, like, uh, roughly how much is the entrance going to be? They have not told you that yet. <laughs> I don't know. We've got five of us, so say, uh, five Ortegs apiece. 25? And it looks at you, looks at the cart. First time in Thistlehold, huh? Yeah, take a joke. I know it's usually twenty or tags each. Tell you what, we'll um, we'll, we'll give you the discount on this one. Kind of like uh, you have the exact amount of money re- good for this. Uh, yeah, c- c- come on in. Thank you kindly. And they kind of wave you through. Uh, Darkens very kind of paranoid about this, and he steers you in the direction of. Uh, Toad Square. Uh, Toad Square is another part of Thistlehold. It's a nice enough part. But what makes it interesting is kind of in the middle of it, there stands a... What does she look like a statue, but it's actually the skeletal remains of a giant toad-like monster. And they've been surrounded by a pond, and a, a fake pond kind of thing. And around its neck just kind of hangs up on a ribbon a small brass bell. But, uh, the square's named after this. The monster's not any kind of danger or anything like that to you. You kind of come through here. He seems lost a little bit. Eventually you find yourself in the Queen's Square outside of an inn called the Rose Garden Inn. It is not a good inn. <laughs> it has such a pretty name. It does. It's looking a little bit run down. This is definitely kind of the, the discount inn. You definitely passed some better inns on your way here. And Yarkin kind of like beams widely at all of you. Lodgings. Lodgings for the night, gentlemen, lady. Uh, don't worry, I've got it. I've got it. Um, kind of looks to you all over. D- do you think you'll be good to depart tomorrow? Or... Do you think you need a, ta- a, a, a day or so in town to prepare for your trip into the woods? Uh, I need to get Marthal, Marthal to a healer. I can't let my... Yes, I, I suppose that is a thing you need to do. Um, yes. Um, fair, yeah. I, I can't have you going in there under in poor health, I suppose. Uh, yeah. Even if you're Deer. He's having a hard time with the whole, like, there's a deer just following you around kind of thing. Yes, I, I suppose we can delay a day or two, kind of, like, looks in his pouch for a second, kind of grimaces for a sec. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll have to stack up on rooms. Are you all okay sharing a room of some kind? We were just living in a barn for several months. You raise a fair point. Should I go find a stable to see if I can rent you space in, or? Well, don't they? Ha- do they have a stable here for your cart and horses? Were you planning on sleeping in my cart? No, but I doubt they'll allow Martha into the rooms. Oh, for the deer, yes. Um, raise a fair point. I will. Go investigate that. I suspect you're not the first person to come through with a exotic pet of some kind. Uh, kind of hands you a fistful of shill, like a, a fistful of shillings. Uh, go inside. Uh, tell them two rooms. Uh, one for me, obviously, and one for all of you. And we'll call it a day, I suppose. At this point, I'll 
I'll see what the lodging situation for your deer is. And kind of like takes the rent like I tries to take the rope away from you. Um you gotta take the, let him have the rope or no? Yeah, but I'll definitely you know, indicate to Martha that he's supposed to go with him. Don't, yeah, don't kill makes him. Sense. Makes sense, yeah. So he kind of trundles off in the cart in another location. They kind of follow him. He kind of knows where he's going, but not totally. And, yeah, uh, you are at the Rose Garden Inn, the worst inn in Thistlehold. You're not the worst inn, the cheapest inn in Thistlehold. Where five Ortegs will buy you a night for a room, and two shillings will buy you a week, and one thaller will buy you a full month. Going inside, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, go inside. Yeah. All right, so. Oh, are there any signs about, like, no weapons allowed or anything crazy? Not like even that? a remote note of that. All right. So, I mean, I'm, I'm carrying my spear, yeah. my daggers visible, my now five throwing darts. I'm bristling with weapons. So one thing you've noticed is you've kind of moved through town, and also definitely as you enter the uh, the the Rose Garden, and people in Thistle have a weird habit of wearing masks, and these kind of range from just kind of having a bandana across their face type of situation to kind of like a, almost like an animal mask of some kind or something. Like they're big into anonymity here in a, in a different kind of way. So it would not be unusual to see someone walking around with kind of like a fabric uh, rabbit mask on. They have like the rabbit ears or something, but then they're dressed in like adventuring gear or something like that. Huh. Definitely want to invest in grabbing a scarf or something. Like, uh, Goran's probably got a bandana or something. Yeah. Probably pull that up just to... Kind of a well-connected figure around here. I think I'd probably prefer anonymity. Do the scarf wrap around you know, to where it goes up to my hand. The news. Just put my news. You can only see my eyes. Now it gets the concept, but executes poorly. He kind of just finds some mud and smears it on his face. <laughs> oh, the, the most uh, stout thing to do. I probably have a hood. I'd pull that up. It was stout. Depending on what the options were when we were picking out clothes. I imagine I would have a hood. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, so inside it's kind of people equally looking for discount on lodgings. The room you have, they're not terrible, they're not great. They're again kind of cooking some type of stew that will be a communal thing later on. You'll get fed, you'll get some, you'll have possibly the warmest sitting you know, situation you've had in a while kind of thing. Like you'll have at least a solid roof over your head and at least the semblance of a bed. The person checking you in kind of sneers at the fact that all of you are going to be crammed in one room, which kind of shrugs at that too, where it's like, yeah, whatever. I don't care that much. And yeah, no, we are now in Thistlehold. Let's take a couple days to kind of recuperate, right? Yeah. Yeah. So let's play out the rest of our time in Thistlehold and then we will call it for the evening and then we'll pick up next time with our descent into Davakar. So I'm not kind of hand wave this some just for the sake of time. We'll say this takes you're there for two or three days because Yarkin's kind of pushing you along the entire time to speed through this. What are people trying to do? 
is it just kind of heal up and get some supplies, or is there something more personal someone's trying to get up to? Have we seen the map yet? No, you have not. Yeah, he's purposely kept it from us. Well, I'm deadly curious about the map. I mean, I don't know if there's a way to ask him about it. Press, press. I mean, he's going to turn it over to us eventually. One would assume, yes. Has he been? Has he been around checking on us? Yeah, he's around. He's supposed to kind of hold up in his room, though, kind of thing. This is not exactly his scene, if you will. This will hold probably a tad rural for his taste. Well, when he comes by, I mean, I'll ask him. Like, yeah, okay. Let's play through that. So, listen, I've been into the, I've been into the forest, and uh, really helps to kind of know where we're going to make the proper preparations and. Would love to take a look at that map you mentioned. Catch my drift. Yes, I suppose you would. Like, how far are we looking? Like a, a week out there? Four days? It makes a big difference. I, I, I suppose the time for coyness is over at this point. If I'm being totally honest, I don't fully know. You've been out in the forest. You understand that distances seem to matter a little bit less out there. It's not that the forest shifts around you, it's more just what progress you think you might make in a day you you don't quite get. And kind of he's like kind of looks around uh Goran, meet me and whoever else you think is trustworthy enough to impart this. I was actually planning on giving the the map and my guide I've worked up to you before you departed, so might as well get to this now, I suppose, since you can maybe make further preparations. Bring whoever you think is trustworthy up to my room, and we'll go over this. All right, I'll be up there. Excellent, excellent. So he kind of, like, sneaks off and runs upstairs, and a little bit of time passes, and I'll you go to his room eventually. Take anyone yeah, with I you, or just I, go by yourself? I just got to gotta decide, yeah. Uh, I think I know that... Uh, Going into Davakar with secrets is a way to get killed. I'm just going to pose it to the group. Our leader has offered to sh- share the map with us, the guide he's written. If you're interested, let's go. I'm interested, but would it be to our advantage to let him think that you kept it to yourself? It's good thinking. It's good thinking. I can harbor his trust solely if you think that'll help us along. Or, I mean, maybe uh, purposely exclude one of us, so maybe he thinks he can use them to turn us. So if he is trying to maybe uh, backstab the group, he would go to them. Do you volunteer to be that person, Roja? Yeah, I'm not very learned in the way of maps. I can I can be excluded. Skistmer? Yes. Scout, do you want to see the map? I do. If we're playing a game where you have to only bring those who you trust, it might make more sense to leave me. Because you put on a little show back there in the woods. Okay. That's believe that's believable. Stout, do you want to see the map? Stout will see map. Stout is very trustworthy. Okay. Yes. 
All right, Stout, Roja, that's three. Let's go up there. Go knock on, knock on his, knock on his door. So, kind of, I, you get one knock, and the second you're rolling back to make it, because like the door swings open, he kind of shoves you all inside really quickly. Y- yes, I suppose. Kind of looks around. Interesting choices, Goran, but I suppose they'll work. Uh, I suppose it's time to uh, let you all see what's led us here, and kind of like dives under the bed almost like pulls out the stone container that was seen earlier kind of lifts up it's heavy it's solid stone like the um this thing's made of like easily kind of inch inch and a half thick just solid stone that's been somehow formed and shaped into this across the outside it's like an intricate kind of rolling design it's almost like a knot work or some kind of kind of celtic inspiration almost he kind of lifts it up slowly puts it on the table in the room and kind of pulls the top off again everything about this is heavy and from inside of it, he pulls this map that's either on some type of leather. You can't quite tell what, but it's beautifully painted. It's covered in language that none of you recognize, but he has added in kind of other marks on top of it, his own kind of notations. And on this map, it reads, so his points of kind of reference are something called the Silk Court, the Elder Wood, and then a, like, as drawn on the map, a very kind of distinct set of kind of rock formations. They almost kind of got form a Stonehenge type of thing, but spikier, and they all have a hole in the top of them. And he goes, well, this is the map. Basically, it's like, you'll be ghostly going due north until you get to the Silk Court. And then you'll be going northeast for a little while, and you'll follow that to the Elderwood. And it's back to going north through the Elderwood until you reach this rock formation. And then, I'm not quite sure what this means, but it says something about the rocks will reveal the way and so going before i forget kind of he goes back into the box and pulls out this strange stone almost looks like a bookmark or something it's got a hole in one side of it that's filled with a crystal of some kind he kind of puts that on top of it and he goes and if my understandings of this are correct that is your invitation invitation to the feast so that's where things get a little blurry here. Uh, my, my, my working out of this and uh, give me a cunning while he's kind of talking through all of this. Uh, failed 14. <laughs> yeah. Failed 16. Yeah, so as, as he's talking through all this, he definitely seems like he knows a lot about this talk. Maybe he's like a scholar of some kind or something on this. Like you're not quite sure what like he definitely this is where he shines he definitely knows a lot about kind of this map and stuff he's put a lot of time and effort into researching it so kind of like if my understanding of i kind of pull some other like documents like some of these are written in languages you understand some of these are kind of that same word text if my understanding of what i'm looking at here is correct it appears that there was a feasting hall owned by a king or a lord of some kind named who's referred to multiple times as the lord of the feast or the king of the feast. The translations are kind of, or my, my work is kind of vague on the exact uh, nature of this name. But I guess this, uh, what, what I believe I've found is his hall. I'm not sure if it's, if he was a literal person or a figurative person, but everything else I've found references kind of a great, banquet that happens at this location with gifts and treasure and all types of decadent 
going ons around it. I, my assumption is that since no one else has ever found this place, whatever was brought there was probably left there. I'm assuming it was probably an individual of some kind, at a minimum, maybe like a place of worship or revelry, kind of a yearly place for whoever used this spot, essentially, to do something. And when we get there, when you get there, more accurately, you're going to find a hoard of some kind, of everything that's been left there. I'm not sure if it will be treasure or books, but definitely or artifacts of some kind, but just something that we can bring back that we can then sell. Fair enough. So looking at the map, I mean, is it like deep in dark Davakar or? It's definitely, it's not the deepest in dark Davakar. Like it's not, you're not going all into the forest, but you're definitely leaving what's referred to as light Davakar. And let's go into that kind of concept really quickly too. In the world of Simbarum, Simbarum, however you pronounce it, sorry, I'm having a moment. Davakar kind of has two versions. You have light Davakar and you have dark Davakar. And it's not like one's more evil than the other. And it's not like the dark parts of Davakar, you can't see the sun. You can. It's been confirmed by various adventurers. It just seems to be the deeper into the forest you go, the more weird stuff you seem to come across. That's where the magic, whatever's in that forest making things strange, seems a bit more potent. And it's not like it's one location that's Dark Davakar. Like, at various points, they can refer to it, like, oh, that's a Dark Davakar point, because weirdest stuff happens there. Think of it kind of like a Bermuda Triangle of sorts, where it's not a, a defined location. So obviously, if you go like across Davakar all the way to the opposite end, you're going into Dark Davakar. But kind of, there's no defined spot where it transitions from one to the other, and occasionally you can flip back and forth some. Based on the map, it's definitely... You'll mostly be traveling through Light Davakar, which is not necessarily that much safer it's just a lot less weird potentially and this feasting hall if it does indeed exist is a little bit of the ways into what what most would define as dark davakar unsurprisingly like again that's where all the good treasure typically happens in these types of things it's just it's a little bit into danger you won't be going for an entire day in dark davakar though you'll probably be going for half a day to and back kind of thing it's not the dark, and it's not the deepest part of the forest by any shot either. You said you had some kind of guide. Is that what you uh, explained? I, if if I've misled you on that topic, um, I, I apologize. I, I figured that, given your experience in the woods and well, your competency in combat, you could do this yourselves. Uh, no, between I... us, we both know that. Davakarian guides aren't exactly the most uh, useful. You know, as the joke goes, uh, show me two reliable guides to Davakar and I'll show you a unicorn. That's one less person to take care of, honestly. Yes, that that was also my thinking as well. Uh, we, we have the map. That's better than any person really can be. And, well, we'll be splitting the treasure only five, whatever's there, five ways as opposed to six, if not more. I've arranged for some horses and some and a carriage to help kind of get the stuff out if you when you do indeed find it. Uh, uh, with that in mind, kind of goes back into his trunk and pulls out another one of these kind of weird, semi-translated kind of weird scrawled notes. I do believe there's something there referred to as the crown or helm of the feast. That's what I think I'm after in this case. There, there's various references to this. It's 
kind of there's a couple like weird pictures of it. it it looks like a crown but also could be like a battle helmet of something if this does indeed exist and i do believe it does there because where else would it be and why would they call it that and why, obviously it's like the gestures at the box it's all in context too that's what we're after i think anything else afterwards is inconsequential you bring me that crown and our deal is done anything else you bring back will split up in a Fairway. I'll take most of it because I have been funding this whole venture, but you won't leave empty-handed. That crown gets you your freedom. We'll take you down to the blacksmith. They're certified here. They're, they have the brand here to finish you off, and then we can all go our separate ways. What happens if we can't find this crown for you? Kind of looks at you disappointedly. I would prioritize the crown over other treasure. It, obviously, if you can't find it, but find other treasure... I'll have no choice but to believe you, but I think that crowns what we really want. I think that's based on everything kind of gestures at the box and the kind of writings and stuff again, based on everything I've been through, that seems to be the thing worth the most value. Uh, if you're going to bring back one thing, bring back that. If you can't bring it back, obviously bring back whatever you can. Kind of size. I'm not going to say I, I won't call our deal done if you come back empty-handed, but I if I'm being honest, without proof that you've actually been there in some way, shape, or form, I don't know if I can kind of sign off on your releases. We we have a contract. Uh, bring something back, please. I mean, there'd be no need for you to trust us or not trust us if you came with us. It kind of like looks back and forth on this one. I would greatly rather not. I, the, the, the traveling so far has been taxing. Our run with the bandits was more excitement than I choose to risk. And if I'm being totally honest, spending more time in a in Davakar with four branded convicts, I'll, I'll, I'll take my chances on you for going in without me. I've already paid for my room for the next few weeks. Uh, take as long as you need in the forest. I'll, I'll be here when you get back. Um, as I'm sure uh, Gorton's familiar with, uh, on your return, do be careful. Maybe stash the treasure somewhere else before bring it into town. Um, I'm sure you've heard the reputation of Thistlehold. I've arranged for the permits. I Oh, I actually don't have money for a fifth permit for myself. I only have enough money for all four of you. I, I arranged for them prior, so I got a bit of a discount of sorts. Um, yes, uh, I can't go with you. Yes, I, I get what you're saying. Though. It would be far easier for me to, for you to prove that you've, you've been there indeed if, you, if I went with you. But um, sorry, I can't. Uh, so unfortunate. Okay, I, I understand. Stout, what do you think? Out of character, I may have. I may have. Uh, this is out of character. Did you mention there were like waypoints on the map of things to be like guiding? I'm not sure if I made that up in my head or. No, yeah, that's the the Silk Court, the Elder Wood, a distinct rock formation, and then you will follow the rock formation, and well, the rock formation will guide you to the hall. Is there anything else we would want to know about those things, or does he have any more details on what those might mean, like a silk court? Really doesn't. It's just he's 
roll cunning again. <laughs> Stout is not the most cunning. Oh, Four out of 13 for Gorin. Let's give it to Stout, though. Or, uh, yeah, so uh, Gorin got it. The more he's talking about this, the more he's gesturing at all of this, he did not do this. He's not the one that figured out these translations or anything like that. Like, these, the papers he's referencing are old, and the ink is really set, and maybe some of this is him, but if you had to guess, he bought or acquired or stole or whatever the right phrase is, this box and all its contents at some point as kind of a desperate play for treasure, which is a somewhat common thing in this world at this point. He really doesn't know much more than you do, except he's had more time to look at this stuff. So he's studied this thing that he's most likely acquired, getting new information, but he probably wouldn't be helpful for us on the actual road. Yeah, I'd say Goran, yes. He, is, he will be as much use, if not l- less use, than he's been so far kind of thing. Like this guy, I, I would say you probably have a sneaking suspicion that this guy may have stolen all of this stuff from someone at some point. Stout asks, um, are we the only ones for sure who may be on this path? We, It's important we know that there may be competitors out there that we should be watching for. As, as far as I know, no one's ever opened this box. Um, only one that knows what the value of the contents were. Uh, when I acquired this box, it was being used as just a, a decoration in a, a friend's home. I, 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 I bought it from them at a fair price. Damn, not knowing what it was. If I was just a nice stone trinket from the forest, uh, I recognize its intrinsic value. How did you open it? This guy looks at you. Just you, you lift the lid there. It wasn't like sealed or something like that. Can I pause and things for a second? Um, no, it's it's heavy. Uh, but give me a vigilance action now that you're asking this question. And your friend who owned it never opened the lid. At a 1 out of 10. Yeah, so, uh, Goran, as you're talking through this and kind of looking at all of this, you realize that, like, on this kind of strange stone chest, the top lip of this thing is red with dried blood. Like It's almost like the edges of this thing are highlighted with a little kind of just like a highlight of just a thin line around the entire kind of inner and outer perim- uh, perimeter of this opening. It's just ever so faintly red. Not fresh red, but... Like uh, deliberately along a certain part of the box or just like a smear of... So it's... Um... Picture the openings. You have like the, the you have the material this thing's made out of. So along kind of the inner edge of that opening, where like you'd actually pull stuff out of, it, and then the outside of the box, it's just like the absolute edge of this thing. Like the apps, like not like smeared across the top, but like the edge around this thing and the edge inside this thing. It's just a solid line, a thin line of dried blood. Okay, I don't say anything about it. Yeah. 
So uh, what do we get to take with us? Uh, can we, obviously, we can have the map. Can we have the box? And I know it's heavy, but I'm more inclined to take it with us. If you must take the box, you may take the box. It's of no use to me, I suppose, without the map. Um, yes, you, you can take all of this. Obviously, you can take what gear you need. I have a, I've arranged for a little bit of supplies to be sent your way, some some food, some uh, some horses to pull up, cart and stuff that uh, make off with treasure with. Uh, I, I will admit my funds have begun to run low. I, I obviously have more back where I hail from, but um, I didn't think to bring it as much on me. This has been a somewhat costly endeavor. Well, I thank you for your generosity in uh, funding our trip, and I think I have what I need. Just return to the crown, and you'll earn your freedom, and we'll go our separate ways. Out is satisfied. No more questions. So while this is all going on, I assume um, Roja's off. Uh, oh, you were in the room, sorry. Um, were you off doing anything kind of special through all of this? Uh, Skutzer? Skutzmer. I go investigate the cart. Alright, so you're not going to sneak into the cart? Yeah. Yeah, so no one's stopping you from getting into the cart. It's just kind of in storage, and you've probably been back to it once or twice through all of this. Um, what are you looking for, exactly? Rummaging. I just want to see what this a, guy has. Yeah, give me a vigilance check. That I can do. I failed. Uh, I rolled a 17 out of 14. Yeah, you don't find anything kind of hard evidence, but you do find a little bit more evidence to support the idea that something's off with this guy. Maybe he's been living in this car a little bit longer than would make sense for travel or something like that. I, again, like everything about this guy's story doesn't quite add up the way he wants you to think it does. I, there's something definitely is off about this guy. Be don't find any kind of extra details of what that might be. Okay. Anything else? No, I guess I I don't find anything that I return to yeah. in and try to look inconspicuous or whatever. How inconspicuous are you being while you move about town, I guess? Like, you're not hiding from anyone necessarily, but... No, but I think I just kind of hide in general. Yeah. All right, so kind of like, as you're getting back towards the inn, someone approaches you and kind of, they, they raise a hand showing that they're a freed member of the farm or something, so they got that brand on them again. Contracted. Interesting company you keep. This person says this to me? Yeah. And they're kind of they're they're dressed in kind of a long robe, but they've got their face covered like a hood of some kind, a mask pulled up across their face. Not ammo one, just kind of a cloth one. They're about average height, average build. They're assumably human of some kind. What do you mean? Oh, nothing. Uh, how did you find yourself in the ploy, or in the employ of our mutual friend, Yarkin Geats? I got my guesses, but you a farm boy as well? No. I have been to a farm. Ah, the the literal type. Um another fellow from the Iron Hill, if you will. Does does that clear my question up? At a character Iron Hill, is that where the barbarians live, right? No, that's the farm. Oh. 
Oh, sorry. I screwed up. Okay. Iron Hill Farm. Right, right. No problem. Okay. I'm not from there. Uh, quite the literal one, ain't you? No one's from there. You just kind of find your way into our line of work at there. Kind of looks around a little bit like, okay, maybe this is the wrong guy. I just tell Yarkin we know he's in town and we'll get we'll give him some time to let whatever he's up to play out but let, let him know we know he's here and we know about who's, you and your three friends who's we he'll know so did they they held up their wrists and showed a brand yeah is it a corrected brand or just a raw brand or like it a, is corrected or... What did you have to do? Oh, me? Um, I got off easy. Uh, the guy who bought uh, my sentence um, was a little more generous than Yarkin is. A little less, well, if we're being honest, desperate, too. Uh, you know, did some work, kind of like I'm doing now. Uh, helped to make sure that his uh, in-town guests knew he knew they were here. And eventually I my, sharing my... Uh, I shared my freedom. Chose to stay on. It was good, steady work. It's hard to find good work these days. Kind of gesture on. And well, it's not like Thistlehold's going anywhere anytime soon. The town is expanding ever so slowly. And well, gestures to the back. There's always Davikar, I guess. But I don't. I, I, I like my time in, under, in direct sun. What makes you think Yarkin's desperate? Kind of close. Just trust me on this one. If Yarkin's here, of all places, Yarkin's desperate. And the guy's kind of like walks, like kind of bumps through the shoulder and starts walking past you at this point. You tell me what you mean. Guy like kind of turns, looks at you, kind of raises his hands, like, or what kind of thing, kind of keeps walking backwards, like his eyes are smiling at you out of his hood. Good. I curse him. All right, so that hits him. Uh, uh, so you're gonna go full combat on this thing? No, I'm just cursing him. Fair enough. Kind of sees you squint at him angrily, kind of like keeps walking backwards, like or what? His eyes are smiling back at you though. Like there's definitely kind of a malicious happiness in this guy's. Like what you can see of this dude's face, he's definitely kind of enjoying this ridiculousness he's putting you through, and he kind of just falls into the crowd and vanishes as people move around, kind of thing. I follow him. All right, give me a vigilance at minus two. Seven out of 12, success. Yeah, so you're following him. He's kind of working his way through various alleys and stuff like that. Like He's he's hard to track, though. Give me a discreet. He's also at disadvantage because he's trying to shuck me, and I've cursed him. Yeah. So give me a discreet. Five out of 10, success. Yeah, so he's looking around kind of like, over his shoulder and stuff like that. He keeps going. Eventually, you do follow him stealthily to a looks like a bar of some kind. Uh, it's a raucous kind of uproar from inside of it. Uh, over the kind of entry, there hangs just a gigantic boar skull. There's no sign or anything like that. And you're kind of down several alleys to get to this place. The guy kind of looks around and ducks inside and is lost from sight. What do you do? Can I enter? 
discreetly. Uh, you Obviously, can enter. if somebody walks into a bar, like you can enter nonchalantly. I guess enough that you're asking. I try. Yeah, I, I enter quietly and do my best, given the circumstances, to not. Yeah. Yeah, so you kind of you push in the door and you enter into the bar, and it is indeed a bar. Uh, your mysterious friend seems to have vanished into the crowd there more effectively, uh, but kind of a couple people look in your direction, look at you, kind of shrug and go back to what they're drinking. They're all drinking out of kind of heavy oak, large containers of some kind. Uh, it smells just like stale beer in there, though, too. There is, um, as best you can tell, kind of some stairs behind the bar that go up to a second and th- Simply third story based on the outside of the place. Uh, people are looking at you, though. Um, the bartender looks at you. Drink or get out. Only <laughs> a clear answer here. So, okay. Can I roll a vigilant to see if he's in this room at all? Yeah. 10 out of 14 success. You kind of have to be. There's no, you're not seeing any like hidden panels or anything like that. But you're not seeing him in any of the people in the room right now. He is, but also he's wearing a mask and stuff. So you wouldn't necessarily recognize him immediately. But not, no one's kind of looking around the room, looking appears to be who you're looking for at this exact second. No one's wearing what he was wearing. No. I turned to the bartender. Did someone just come in here before me? Looks at you. Maybe. Where is he? That guy leans real close. I said, maybe. Drink or get out. How much? Looks at you. For a drink or for... to toss your ass out of here? The first one. Kind of pauses for a second. Looks around the bar. Normally, beer's only a shilling, because, well, it's the best beer in all of Thistlehold. But for you, friend, I'm thinking an esteemed traveler such as yourself, I'll, uh, five Ortegs. No, 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 you're, uh, now that I think about it, a full faller for a frosty glass here. Tonight, you will have nightmares. They are from me. Kind of looks at you, winks. Friend, I have nightmares every night, and I still sleep like a baby. You might think so. You've never had these. And I leave. Alright. So, the thing I was going to hand wave is, like, I'll give you guys three days to kind of heal up in, so we can kind of give you back each three toughness just to speed up that process some, and maybe drop the cost down some for other healing. So what does that put people at for toughness? I guess what how much would well, I didn't really lose any. Three will put me at zero. I'll be good. But um that'll only put six, seven he still has four left uh for Marthal. How much would it cost for me to get him healed up? Uh, uh, roll a 1d6. We'll just say you can track that down pretty easily. Probably have some animal husbandry or something they can help out with that on. Yeah, I mean, like... Yeah, we'll say you get... He'll get two points back. That's all they're gonna help him out with. 
Okay. Well, I mean, so the, basically he'll only have two points on him when we yeah. set out on our adventure, which is not bad. That'll work. I suppose that brings our time at Thistlehold to an end, then. Now everyone's all healed up. It's time to head out. So we're leaving Thistlehold? Yeah. Last night there? Yeah. I'm going to sneak back to that bar. All right. At a time that it would be dark. So like way into the night in some way or form? Yeah. All right, cool. So what are you trying to do exactly? I want to burn it down. That's a choice. Okay. Gosh. Person. How are you going about doing this? Well, from the inn, I assume that there's uh, some a bottle of some sort of flammable liquid. If not, I would have attempted to find that. Yes. So I, I didn't think to cover this because I think it was going to be pertinent. This old hold is actually specifically designed to be kind of fireproof because of problems with the natives of Davokar. The elves have a weird habit of lobbing flaming arrows at the town, trying to burn it down. The town itself is actually mildly designed to be fire resistant, at least. Like they've put effort into like making sure the roads are wide enough that fire won't spread crazily. Well, good. Is the interior of that bar fireproof? Nah, it's probably stone and stuff like that. I, I guess at the same time, though, too, burning stuff down in a medieval setting is actually a lot harder than in a modern setting. It's a lot more stone, a lot more mud and stuff like that. Like, it's not just dry, easy to burn timber. You're not doing a lot of framing that way. You, you are, but not in the same way. What, what is this actual bar made of? That's probably a combination of stone, wood framing, and clay to a certain extent. I mean, what is a bar without an actual bar? You burn that down. You're trying to burn the actual bar to the ground? Like, what? I'm trying to get the building on fire. I think he was wanting to set the building on fire, but. Yeah, I think like, at the, the very least, if we could burn down the bar. Yeah. That'd get it back to. Your easiest bet's probably to actually light the roof on fire, I guess, in this context. Is it thatched? Probably, yeah. Like, it's either thatched or it's some wooden material. Like, tile wasn't really a thing at this point in time. I mean, I'll take that, but, um, you know, to be honest, a thatched roof, not really the best if flaming arrows are a... <laughs> no, I know. That's that's what I'm getting at, yeah. Again, it's, it, they're more concerned with, like, the fire not spreading than necessarily the fire not having kind of thing. I'm trying to give you something on this one. I appreciate it. Can I just fire a flaming arrow from another yeah. rooftop? Yeah, I'll, I'll or the ground even at that. Let's see an accurate roll. Vigilance. Sorry, yeah, vigilance. With do you want me, do you want me to roll my bow or just roll vigilance? Uh, just roll vigilance. Two out of fourteen success. Yeah, so it it lands. Um... Slowly but surely, the roof does indeed go up. Um, starts off as smoke, then you kind of see the licks of flames going on. Uh, at what point are you kind of hightailing it out of there after you've confirmed the thing's on fire? Or are you kind of staying around to see if people run out of it? No, just when it starts, when, when it looks like it's going to keep going. That's when Fair I enough. I try to find a, a circuitous route back to where I'm going. Yeah. Where I was staying. Uh, give me a cunning check on that one. Oh, that's not. Best for me. Ten out of eight failure. 
you feel confident you pull it off, but you have no way of knowing if you really escaped without being seen or anything like that. You did just shoot a flaming arrow at the bill at a bar kind of thing in the middle of a town. Who knows? In the dark of the morning. Maybe you got away with it. Maybe. Yeah. It, well, so I at the same time then too, you're going to be a glowing flaming thing because of the fire, hypothetically, like that's going to be harder to miss because it's dark. Like it's, it cuts both ways at that point. Um, nothing immediately happens as a result of this though. And you're leaving the next morning anyway. So maybe you blame it on the elves. Maybe you don't. Who knows what happens? Yeah, of course. I also relay. I would have relayed to Eats what I was told. Yeah, he's. You get to watch him turn an extra pasty color when he you mentioned that. And I tell him where I followed the guy back to. Yeah. He's not very forthcoming with the information about it. Like he won't talk about it at all. But he very actively acts like he knows A, that bar, B, who you were talking to, and Eric, he knows what you were talking about. He's not in the dark on that one. But, alright, cool. So, yeah, you've burned down this bar on your last night in Thistlehold. Little light arson. Alright. I mean, what's a, what's a, you know, what is a role-playing fantasy game without trying to burn something down? Sure. I was just going to say, we'll fill Skestmer in on the wooden or the uh, stone chest when we leave, I guess, tomorrow or the next day. I filled them in on my encounter with, you know, smiling eyes and uh, say nothing about how I snuck out to burn that bar. (laughs) But that would have been, I would have filled them in before the sneaking out. So, sure. Well, they would have been asleep because if it's bar, if it's past, if it's dark, that means it's past bar close. That means we're talking like if bar has a cl- like four. No, that's I, fair, I don't yeah. know. Like it's got to be real. I, I never late. said the bar was closed. No. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's Ambrians, right? No, this is out there. This will hold is kind of its own thing. Like it's a pretty sizable mix of barbarians and uh, Ambrians and others. Like, the people of Thistlehold are kind of the people of Thistlehold by comparison. Well, jackasses either way, so. Yeah. No, I I allowed it. We've tried to work through how you do it. (laughs) 